gents, Friday the 17th of November, we're about five weeks from Christmas and the government have already given us a new Christmas present, a new housing minister, Lee Rowley. Yeah, you've already started Love. laughing because <laughs> like, no one can keep a straight face, frankly. Um, I think that's about the 13th housing minister in the last 10 years, something like that. Uh, he comes out of the Department of Leveling Up and whatever it was. Um, is it, Andy, you're the expert on if this renters reform bill is ever going to go through. Um, is Lee Rowley going to push through the renters reform bill? What do we think? Not a clue. Good, Mike. Okay, <laughs> not it's a, be a clue. short episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think look the the things that have been discussed in the renters reform bill will still will still go ahead. I don't think it'll have any impact on on that. I think it's quite clear what they're what they're going to push through. Whether some things change of that because a bit of pressure will be put on him from various various people i don't know but who knows now it'll probably change again in a couple of weeks time there'll be someone new in i think rishi's going for the most middle-aged man that he or men that he can get back into back into parliament so we'll, we're we'll see. recycling ministers yeah yeah aren't we? Exactly. Uh, from from the news so so today's episode we're joined by ollie hawkins who's navicardo partner for Tadley and Thatcham. So in the room, we've got about 50 years worth of uh, estate agency knowledge. Wow. Said through. Shows yeah, our age. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't <it's>... know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a positive or a negative, yeah. but a lot of big things have been announced this week, along with um, me sort of giggling through my, uh, through my teeth about another housing minister. Um, inflation has dropped massively in the last yeah. in the last month so we're down to ollie 4.6 percent yeah. that's borderline sort of reasonable normal mm, figures right. right obviously the eights and tens were okay the wheels coming off the economy yeah. here where where do we go interest rates were pushed up 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 14 times in a row to five and a quarter percent where we currently sit yeah. which has actually done what it said on the tin and brought inflation as we are now under control. Yeah. So we're obviously five weeks from Christmas. So everything goes a little bit quieter from, from here on in as people start putting Christmas trees up. So yeah. mm. with that news, where does it put you as a sales and letting agent for 2024? Um, I think it puts me in quite a good position to be quite honest with you. I mean, we're, we're now seeing the reduction in inflation um, which should then hopefully have a knock-on effect with the mortgage interest rates further, um, and then with more mortgage interest rates coming down to hopefully, you know, we're seeing sub five percent now, um, relatively high loan to value. But hopefully, with what what um, you know they've done, it should push across the rest of the market, and we should see more competition coming from the other lenders, um, which I think is just going to give us hopefully a much better market next year. Now, mm. saying that, I don't actually think the market this year has been bad at all. No. Um, Everything I've taken onto the market has gone on to sell, um, and the rental ones have gone absolutely bananas, um, as they still continue to do. Mm. Um, but I think we should start seeing hopefully another sort of further reductions in mortgage interest rates, which should then hopefully then help push you know more people into the market, get people off those fences, um, and then we'll see you know better better levels of sales next year, uh, but also hopefully higher values as well. Yeah, I think you got that. You got to hand it to to Rishi, haven't you? He Have he you? did well. He did say that he had half inflation. Yep. Which 
he's there or thereabouts. Yep, so yep, that's yep. that's that's been done. So got to hand it hand it to him. He said what he's he's done what he's what he said he would. Um, it's just a base rate that we've got to see see come down now. I think yep. that once we see that start come come coming down, um, that will have the effect on the mortgage rates more than than what it is at the moment. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. But with inflation coming down, it should have the effect on bringing that down. Mortgage rates get better, yeah. more people out buying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully 2024 will be, will be positive. So swap rates are way below Bank of England mm. base rate at the moment, which is what mortgage rates are more traditionally based upon. As you mentioned, Ollie, um, competition from the banks is likely to be rife because the amount of housing transactions and therefore the amount of mortgages that have been written in 2023 is way below target. So next year, I imagine, Mm, banks will look to fill that gap. Yeah, uh, and 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 make some of those make some of those numbers back. And the best way to make some of those numbers back is to be the the best yeah. value in the market because well, frankly i don't care if i borrow from nat west or lloyd's or yeah, it's, it's no. whatever the best yeah, yeah, deal yeah. is yeah but we've started seeing that with hsbc haven't we so hsbc have been in the news quite a lot recently with the products that they're offering the reductions yeah. that they're making you're sort of seeing that with with nationwide now um sort of offer a better offering on on their products so that's just going to continue to wave through isn't it through, through other providers so you will see that competition between them you'll have better rates and um yeah like i said hopefully it'll be it'll be more positive than what it looks like now which i'm sure it will be because they'll be in competition so let, let's talk sort of high level economics here because I did, I did oh, three. I, I might need to step down from this. this I, I, did, I did three months of an economics this, degree uh, twenty might, years ago. This so might be your sort of bag. Yeah. Here's, here's, here's my my thoughts on it: is if inflation is truly at four point six percent, I would say a huge proportion of the workforce, the employed workforce out there, are going to get above inflation pay rises this year. So wages are outstripping inflation. So people, in in theory, whilst inflation, cost of living crisis, Martin Lewis, et cetera, et cetera. Austin, tag, hashtag Martin (laughs) Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) Whilst everything's getting more expensive, if inflation is at 4.8%, I imagine most employees are going to be hitting 5 and 10%, particularly, obviously, public sector staff. Mm -hmm. Most of those have agreed way over 5% pay rises. So... With house prices coming down against an a, an area where inflation's gone up and wages have gone up, we've been staring down the barrel for years of house prices going up faster than wages. If house prices are coming down, wages are going up. Yeah, we're fueling affordability. Mm. Is that going to create? A, a, if we get interest rates come down or, or or at least level over the next twelve months, are we going to see another? run on demand i would have thought so definitely um i mean it just seems to make sense to me where you know if people are effectively earning more and their money isn't their money's taking them further yeah um, then they're going to have more in the kitty to you know to, to go take that next step upsize you know do what they need to do fulfill those dreams that they've really a lot of people have put on hold probably over the last sort of 18 to 24 months because of you know how the world's looked at the moment yeah if you're if you're in a position to do it yeah you would do it. Well, you would hope people would do it because ultimately, well, dependent on what their goals are, I suppose, but ultimately your goal is to, 
get the family property that you want or get onto the property ladder when you can. So if people have more money to do that, and obviously the figures work out with the mortgage and they can get a mortgage and that, then why wouldn't people do it? So yeah. I think there'll definitely be a fuel there for, for, for doing it. Yeah, 100%. And I think we'll probably see a lot more, yeah, especially tenants looking to get out of the rental cycle. Yeah. And, you know, before we started this podcast, we were even having a laugh out there, weren't we, about, you know, some of the rents that we've been agreeing with. I don't with. know if yeah, you I mean, laugh. It was, it was a wince and a deep breath. Yeah, you know, but just about, you know, how much, you know, people are paying versus the mortgages that we're paying. Yeah. You know, on their rent. Um, yeah. And, you know, that's oh, that's going to come to a head at some point. Um, it's, so. cr it's crazy stuff, you know, just going back to the rents. It's crazy what rents, um, what rental amounts people are paying at, at, at the moment. And like I said, if, if their wages go up and they're in a better position to get the property that they yeah. need to get and come out of rented accommodation, you know, that will ease the pressure on um, the uh, supply of rental properties as well, yeah. because more of these, um, you know, t current tenants can afford to buy a property. Yeah. So we definitely need to definitely need to see that to, to help both sides really sell. Absolutely, and, and it So investors corner podcast. Where does that leave someone with cash in the bank? Who's always had the odd buy to let here and there. Potentially, interest rates are, are, are sort of at their peak now. Mm -hmm. House prices have dropped. They're likely to drop further through Christmas because they always do, yeah, not because of the market, yeah. but because house prices always go down through November and December. Can't wait for the Daily Mail headlines, yeah. Charlie Landon <laughs> and all this, calling for the end of the world when house prices go down in December. They always go yeah. down in December. Um, if I'm sat there with a healthy amount of money in the bank, which has made me a decent amount of interest, because mm -hmm. if you've got 100K in the bank, it's making you £5,000 a year for doing nothing at the moment. Mm above inflation now apparently <laughs> um, which i mean that's that's a weird place yeah. to be isn't it um when is the best time to go and buy a buy to let because we're saying well interest rates mortgage rates might fall next year house prices might fall through christmas yeah. i've always been taught to buy towards the end of the drop well, there's more deals mm. right because it's yeah. difficult to pick the exact bottom normally by the time you see the bottom it's already started rising yeah, exactly yeah you miss it when when do you buy as never do you go now do you go january do you do you wait if where where are you you know as a gambling man you've got your money on the roulette wheel yeah. what do you when when do you go if you're gonna go I mean, I think for me, I mean, yeah, I think towards the end of the year is always maybe a better time to get more motivated sellers because things do go quieter. So mm. you may find yep. that you get a, yourself a slightly better deal. Um, but then I think, you know, if you're looking at it as a, as a very long term investment, you know, whether it's this side of Christmas, next side of Christmas, I think in the long run it doesn't make a huge difference. But but to refer back to what you said earlier, I think it's important that investors do start seriously looking now because as soon as the you know the, the, the variables that we've been talking about sort of all align and the market does start to increase, you want to get buying before that point, mm. which, you know, with with a crystal ball, you know, could be sometime sort of early mid next year. Mm -hmm. Um so I think if you're, you know, if you've got the money in the bank, you know, the interest rates aren't going to last forever. So yeah, as you say, you've done pretty well on, on, on you know, on those percentages. Um, so I'd say, you know, start actually getting out there, doing your homework, and actually start looking to to sort of make a meaningful purchase, yeah, as soon as possible, really. Yeah, I think so. Um, towards the end of the year, um, I always say to investors, now, now's the time to look because you might have those sellers that. We're coming up to Christmas. Their property might have been on the market for 
two, three, four months. They might be panicking a little bit because mm-hmm. they've already set their goals for next year. Um, and you get some desperate sellers sellers out there. So if you know where to look and find the right one and how long it's been on the market for, then in December, when people are sort of panicking because yeah. their goals haven't been met for yeah. that year, mm-hmm. you might be able to get a good steal and a good deal out of that. Out of that. I've got two tips that I'm going to throw out. Oh, here we go. The highlight reels. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll, we'll see, won't we? Um, and, and, and you guys, I reckon you've got some tips as well from in the industry. I've got first tip. If you buy a house or a, an, an apartment for let now, you, you agree the, the purchase, mm-hmm. you obviously apply for a mortgage. That mortgage application is valid for six months. Mm, yeah. So in three months' time, if mortgage rates have gone down, you can get your broker to reapply yeah, and get yeah. a better rate. So if things do go better through January, February, and the competition kicks in, like Ollie said, it's not as if you've locked that rate for now. You can you can just trip down yeah. and maybe get yourself half percent better. My in-the-industry tip is if you're looking for a property, or if you're a bit of a right my right move pervert, like I don't know, ninety percent <laughs> of the population, look at and this is this is like a classic, you know, the tips that you get from sort of when you're looking for car insurance, like do it at midnight mm, on a Tuesday yeah. or whatever. Monday night, right move. That's the time to look on right move for the right property because corporate estate agents mm-hmm. ring round all their clients on a Monday and say, sorry, we had no interest over the weekend or sorry, we had three viewings and everyone thought it was overpriced, yeah. less reduce. Most yeah. reductions happen. This is unfactual, by the way. Yeah, Most yeah. reductions <laughs> happen, in my opinion, on a Monday. Yeah. So yeah, you'll see the deals Monday night, Tuesday morning when 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 those uploads happen. A lot of estate agents have live uploads. A lot of them happen at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. So if you look after 6 on a Monday, you'll see the fresh reductions. Mm. And there's your deals. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Come on, up, one name yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So I've got a tip on how to find a good property that you could potentially get a good deal on. So... The way that I do it is get back onto Rightmove. Rightmove is going to be dropped in a lot. I can't believe we're absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Rightmove, Rightmove, get in contact. A little bit of vomit. (laughs) (laughs) I bet Rightmove's sitting there going, yeah, Yeah, we're going to put the fees up. Um, So on on Rightmove, you look at um, what I tend to do is have a look in the area that you want to invest in. Okay, so I'll give you an example. We did last week's um, Investors Corner, podcast episode about three areas that are up up and coming areas to invest in Peterborough, Preston and Swindon. Okay, so I went into Peterborough because they're getting four billions, uh, four billion pounds worth of investment around the town centre, around the train station. So I thought, right, okay, I wonder what properties are currently on the market and around that area that you potentially get a good deal on. So I I had a look, I I filtered it by the oldest listed. Two bed to three bed terrace properties because they're the most in demand ones that that we want. Um, I'd look at two bedroom apartments as well, but we'll do two to three bedroom terrace houses. Um, then, like I said, filtered it out by oldest listed. Then what I did is I had a look at ones that were re- within um, a quarter of a mile around the train station and around the town centre. Anyway, I probably got about five properties that came up that have been on the market for six months or more. Um, and then what I do is I look at the sale history. So what did the property get bought for back when it when it sold last? Anyway, I found two there. 
that had been purchased for £140,000 back in 2007. Um, yeah, 2007. And the listing price now was £140,000. So within that time, they've made no money. Mm. So right now, they're going to be desperate to sell. Yeah. I know that £4 billion worth is of investment is going in to around where that property is, which normally when you find that that sort of level of investment goes in, house prices shoot up. Absolutely. Those properties probably rent out for about £1,000 a month. It's not a bad deal, is it? So now you're thinking, right, okay, I need to go and have a look at that property, don't I? Because it's going to be a great investment. Yeah, The capital appreciation on it, when that investment goes into that, that town, the house price is going to go up. So that's what I tend to do to try and find bargains is look at the oldest listed, look at what the property sold for. Mm-hmm. That will gauge you on how desperate that seller could be could be to sell that property because they made no money on it. Yeah. Um, and look at the rental rental amount that that could achieve, look at the yield, and then, then that's it. Now, people might look, look at Peterborough and invest in it, but... I think you've got to be, you, you can't be selective in the areas that you invest in now as a buy-to-let investor. No. You know, up there, you're going to get a lot more money. You could probably get two buy-to-lets in Peterborough, which is an up-and-coming area, yeah. compared to one property in the southeast. So it just depends on your goal. But investment-wise, yeah. you, you need to look in, into areas like, like that. I'll, th- I'll throw in something on that is use Google Chrome as your browser, everyone who works at Avocado knows that I, I <laughs> <laughs> just get on Google Chrome yeah. for the love of God. Um, there's some amazing plugins that go into property portals, which will tell you all kinds of information yeah. about the listing history, whether it's fallen through, when it fell through, how much it was for sale for before it was reduced, how much it's been reduced for, yeah. which gives you a lot of data and a lot of power as a buyer um when you're making those sorts yeah. of when you're putting that kind of case together is this a good or a bad investment yeah the one i the the plugin that i use is called property market intel uh, we're, we're plugging a lot of companies yeah in this. <laughs> this is yeah, um, so, yeah we'll be in contact regarding sponsorship <laughs> um but yeah property market intel and that will give you that will look at the the uh, comparables around that area what the average asking prices have been from properties listed on there, what the average sale prices have, um, have, have been looking at the land registry side of things. Yeah. And then you've got all of the data there. So it's everything snapshot there. Great investment. Let's go and have a look at it. You don't have to spend hours and hours and hours digging around yeah. on whether it's a great investment because you have everything, everything there. So yeah, Definitely. going back to Mike's point, have a look at the plugins. So I suppose my tip um, would be, now I speak to a lot of people um you know whatever type of buyer they are investment or otherwise um and you know I tend to refer you know refer a lot of people to back to right move um <laughs> to the draw an area search from right move um and it's I, I speak to a lot of people and feel that's a really underutilized tool because again rather than having to rely on an agency getting you details or you get a barrage of emails from multiple different agencies, depending on how wide a search you're looking for, et cetera, et cetera. You can be really super specific on the right move search area. So you're going to be the right move are going to drive to you as soon as the properties reach their website, the type of property you could be looking for. Mm. Now I think where this is really relevant from an investment point of view is that when the really good deals come up, you don't want to rely on the agencies to actually call you about the property because you could be number 20 number 50 in that list of people that they're going to be calling out to 
utilize that tool so that you get the jump on that particular property but also in the areas that you are looking for i think it's really important that you make a friend with a letting agent yeah because the amount of times i've worked with clients where they've come to me and said ollie seeing this property i'm thinking of buying it you're clearly going to be the guy that's going to rent it for me what do you think and i've gone sorry what rent did they tell you, you get for this oh for argument's sake 1400 pounds no that's an absolute it's an absolute lie you're not going to get anywhere near that but funnily enough the salesman who wants to say the house is ultimately going to give you the figures that obviously yeah. you're going to make make you want to buy it um so finding you know a, a, a contact in the areas that you're looking for that you can rely on to give you accurate information on the properties and again if you are buying in an area they're not familiar with and as, as you referred to earlier Andy you can't really pick and choose areas for the best investment these days mm. you kind of have to just move with wherever they are you know so for us if you to ask me anything you know if, if I was to look at an investment in for argument's sake Swindon I know nothing about Swindon you know I couldn't tell you road from road I know about the big shopping center there I've been there a few times but if I, you know, again, being a local agent, people come to me going, oh, I'm thinking of buying this as an investment. What do you think? Now, the numbers that they've been given might stack up, mm. but actually, is it the right sort of investment for the target market of tenant you're looking for? Yeah. You know, is it in that, you know, it might look super, um, you know, super reasonable on its price, but could there be a reason for that? You know, mm. and again, it's just utilizing local experienced agents to your advantage, um, as well as utilizing that right move tool to get a jump on these properties um, before before a lot of other people do. Yeah, it's just having that professional relationship, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like with anything, you know, if you've got um, stocks and shares and you're investing in in that, you'd have some type of manager that would manage in that, that, would, that you could speak to and have that relationship with. They can keep you up to date with what's going on. Yeah. It's exactly the same in, in a state agency for investors. You know, what are the up and coming areas? Or if we have an area that, we think is a good investment. If I was an investor, I'd be saying to you, all right, well, tell me more about the area. What's going into that area? Yeah. What's the tenant profile like? What's the age bracket like? Where are the big companies coming in? Are there any Waitrose? Are there any Sainsbury's? Are there any mm -hmm. Tesco's going in? What's the housing developments that are going in there? All of those questions being asked. And if it's being asked to us, we go, leave it with me. I'll come back to you with a report on why you should invest in this area. Yeah. And I will answer, all of the questions you've just asked me and then you can make a, a decision at the end of it on whether you think I'm right or yeah. whether it's worth investing in. You know, not many agents do that. No. Um, you know, I've had it before. Just property details sent to me. Great investment. Why? Tell me why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you want me to go and research it. Yeah. You just sent me a property that you want me to buy and you've given me no research on it. Sod off. Yeah. No, yeah, it's just the standard, standard waffle, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 great investment or first time buyer. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just looking for something to write at the top yeah, line yeah, of, right. of the brochure. I mean, yeah. I've I've got a, a, a mixed feeling about your Peterborough Preston and wherever else it was podcast. Um, like you said, you, you found a property which was one forty in two thousand and seven, and it's one forty in 2023 which mm. is 16 years of yeah. zero Nothing. growth yeah now i would have more confidence in buying a three bed in bracknell which has doubled in value since 2007 because they were like 180 200 and are yeah. now mm. 360 380 for the same house knowing i can see historical growth yeah yeah um than i would 
buying something that's done nothing in 16 years because I've got a question. Mm -hmm. What's going to stop it doing nothing in the next 16 years? Well, yeah. Oh, for me, I was going to say, obviously, with Bracknell as the, as the example you used, obviously, they had the investment of the lexicon. There's been a lot of investment that's gone into Bracknell, which I think has had a big impact in the property values. Um, I can remember back in 2006 selling my cousin a house in Priestwood in Bracknell. Um, it was two, two, four, five hundred. And I said to her, look, this at the time was big money for the house. Very nice. Everything done. Um, but I was like, look, if you buy this from me, I mean, as things were looking at the time, obviously pre-bubble bursting, um, I was like, look, you, but I'll show you this house, but please know, I don't know if you'll ever make huge amounts of money on top of what you're paying for it mm. right now. And it's like 400 grand now. So, you know, and I think with these Prestons, Swindons, all these these local areas having the same investment Bracknell's having, yeah. that, has, that, that will be the catalyst for those values to increase over time, I'm sure. Yeah, I think that nothing's really happened in Peterborough <laughs> sorry to, sorry from anyone that, that's listening to Peterborough but nothing has really happened there over over a period of time now going back to the Bracknell example as soon as that investment went in mm-hmm. the house prices shot up well it wasn't okay. even when the investment went in it was just the lead up it was the pre yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it was the because they yeah, know yeah, that it's coming yeah. that's happening in Peterborough so I'd I'd be I'll put money on it now that that property will go up in value yeah I'd be confident it would don't hold me to that if you're listening. <laughs> you <got> money <laughs> or not? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's, this is this is the, the the conversation that people have when they make the decision yeah. on on what to do, though, because that's the negative side of it with the potential reasons why it won't. You won't see yeah. what you've seen over the last sixteen years. Mm. Like you say, that 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 example of selling a, a three bed for two hundred and twenty something in in two thousand six, I guarantee that that bottomed out at about one eighty five, mm-hmm. and there was a panic in mm. there. But then it doubled. Yeah. Um, which because that's what we saw. Bracknell house prices. Bracknell was a fantastic barometer for the rest of the UK. Yeah. Um, just like Stevenage, for example, just like any new town, because there's a lot of the same house repeated. Mm-hmm. Wherever you have a lot of the same property repeated, whatever's going to happen in the market will happen there six months sooner because you feel the pinch quicker. So Bracknell will go up in price faster and it'll go down in price faster before the market town next door. So I imagine Stevenage will go up and down faster and first before St Albans. Bracknell goes up and down faster and first Mm -hmm. before Wokingham ever Mm -hmm. does um, because Wokingham's got more equity, more older people, more diverse housing stock. So the point I'm making in a very slow manner is you can look at these towns and go, okay, what's happening? How fast are they going down in price? Because if you suddenly got 85 houses that are all exactly the same on the market, there's always someone who's slightly more desperate to sell than you are. Yeah. Mm. And that's what brings the prices down faster. And as we saw with the housing, frankly, bubble going through um, COVID and stamp duty times, Bracknell absolutely shot up because there was nothing available and everyone was trying to get in. So Mm. those towns, for me, are the best barometers to watch to see what the general housing market's doing. How do you keep an eye on those towns, though? I think exactly what I said is is looking at, is is getting your Google plug into your portal and seeing, okay, 
what what are they selling how many how yeah. how many are reducing mm-hmm. how many of the same housing type are available this week compared to last week and track some data i know that last year there were less houses than there are available this yeah. year so the the suppliers has opened a little bit and i know that more houses have reduced this year than reduced last year so it's more of a balanced buyers and sellers market whereas last year yeah. frankly seller could ask anything yeah we were selling, setting a record price on every house that you sold. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes it makes sense to. But like you said, it's it, like you said, it's just tracking it, isn't it? Just tracking it, making sure that you're making informed decisions at the correct time, and and just biting the bullet and going for it. You know, investments don't come with guaranteed returns. It depends yeah. what type of investor you are. Do you want to play it safe? Do you want to be a bit adventurous and and you know invest more of your money into something with with you know more potential and um, but more risk yeah um so it all depends on your goal really but you know the bigger risk you take i think the more it pays off most yeah. of the time risk and reward isn't it yeah, yeah. sounds like a so, man who goes to vegas <laughs> <laughs> love a bit of vegas yeah. love a bit of betting love a bit of cryptocurrency as well we'll do an episode on on that um but high risk high risk they are um now i just want to finish off on something now i've been looking on social media youtube instagram and the buzz around investing seems to be about social housing at the moment. So I just wanted to touch on that and to get your thoughts on, is social housing a better investment opportunity for investors than just normal back to that and renting properties or your normal HMO? Because mm-hmm. with social housing, obviously, you, you approach the social housing provider. It's government-backed. So it's more safer. They deal with all the maintenance. They're liable for all of the costs and all of that sort of stuff. So for, for an investor, it's a easier option. That's what they're saying on social media anyway. Now, yeah. what, what do you think about, about social housing? Do you think it's a, it's a better route for investors to go down? Or do you think that the, the standard rental of property, buy-to-let property is, is the better option? What's your thoughts on it? I think it's going to split people um, based on your experience. I don't think it's for the inexperienced landlord. No. Um, Obviously, town by town, social housing means a different thing. In the southeast, there's a huge amount of people who get housing benefit top up because they're in in regular jobs with families, but still get a top up because of the the prices that are are required. Um, And yeah, in the towns near me, councils offer to rent properties back for three odd years on a guaranteed tenancy, take over, et cetera, et cetera. But I would always ask a question, you know, if you're doing the maintenance, you know, to what standard? Well, well, yeah, what yeah, maintenance is that? It's, yeah, <laughs> it's right. to what standard and to to what cost? Yeah. And you know, if a kitchen needs replacing, you're not going to get the kitchen you wanted, and and blah blah blah. So, if you do have an emotional attachment to a house, it's probably yeah, not for no. you. No. If it's a pure numbers game, if I'm where I am and I'm buying a house in because Peterborough keeps getting mentioned, it's the only town I can think of. <laughs> I don't have any kind of attachment to that property, and therefore yeah. it just needs to yield the highest possible. That it, that it, especially if I'm staring down the barrel of potentially no growth. Yeah, um, I need it to return the best on a monthly basis, and if that's the way it's going to return best, I'm going to look at it. Mm. I see, you know, that's it's it's a legitimate way of doing it because if you look at demand and supply, there is no more chronic shortage than in social housing. Oh, absolutely. Mm. You know, just with the amount of, uh, not even sort of recently, the last sort of couple of tenancy evictions I've had to uh, had to work with and 
you know the um the 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 the, the, the the councils are so short on, on stock that, you know, they're just doing everything to keep those people in those properties for as long as possible, dragging up those processes for landlords, which I think is is a real sign that, yeah, they, they're, they're desperate. So, you know, there is definitely a need for it. And I think, you know, obviously you do generally have to sign up on a longer term contract with the council. They're not going to do it for your six or 12 months. Yeah. So, you know, again, if, you know, as you say, if it's if it's a house that you're potentially wanting to return to, it might be an overseas trip, um, you know, a work placement that you're looking at, then it's definitely not the right thing to do, you know, because you might find you'll be back sooner than you'll be able to get the house back. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of stigmas attached to it as well. Um, you know, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of new landlords when I go and see them, um, you know, the conversation of you know like housing benefits or sort of social housing comes up. You know, they always refer back to the can't pay, take it away, and you know all the mm-hmm. things that they've seen on the telly and, and and this kind of thing. But but actually, generally in my experience, I've found that a lot of the tenants who we've rented to who have been in receipt of, of housing benefits, you know, have been those you know hardworking, good people that you know because you know they're you know if you like supermarket workers or they're not you know they're in in sort of minimum wage jobs they they just can't afford the rents as you say that that that, that need to be paid um so that counts but i've always found them to be some of the most respectful pro- tenants and actually have really looked after properties mm. because i think they know because there is that stigma attached to their situation they actually you know they're a good sort they know that and they do everything they can to keep their head down keep the place looked after you know they don't want to give the landlord um or the agency any reason to want to ask them yeah. to leave you know yeah um so i actually think you know there is that general stigma but if you look at it from that point of view um you know i think that makes a lot of sense and and i've seen it firsthand yeah no it's like it's, it's like i said it's a new investment thing that's that's creating a buzz on social media it's all positive on social media on how they've made a success of yeah a success of it everyone's a millionaire on social media we're we're right here on they've they've never had any fails in their life or anything like that it's all positive load of rubbish but if you're thinking about this is something that you want to do just make sure that you do your research first don't jump straight into it it's a lot different um, of an investment um, opportunities compared to your normal renting of a property. So yeah, don't jump straight into it. Do your research and uh, yeah, don't uh, listen to to social media all the time straight away. Yeah. So apart from us, apart from us, yeah, <laughs> we, we 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 tell it how it is. Yeah. Um, to finish up on then, so just a recap of what's happened in government. So David Cameron back. What do you think? Yeah, I'm shocked to hear that. Not gonna lie. Useless then, useless now, probably. I thought we'd seen the last oh. of him, to be honest. Yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had no idea you could be a government minister <laughs> and not be an MP. Yeah. I've, it's taught me something this week. Yeah. I don't know whether it's useful or whether it's it's useless information, yeah. but it's taught me something. Yeah, Rashid's making some... Uh, Just do what you like. Yeah. Making making some moves, making some changes. Um, Obviously, yeah, we've got new House Secretary, so we'll keep you updated of what happens on the Renters Reform Bill as well when there's updates. Um, everything seems to be going through at the moment, but like I said at the beginning of the episode, things may change, but we will keep you updated with that. That's done. Till next another week. episode. Yeah. Till next week, um, listeners. Obviously, if you like this episode, make sure that you hit the subscribe button. We will be back next week with another episode. Um, and if you've got any comments, put them in the comments section, and we're happy to answer them. And if you've got any guests that you want on, or any specific subjects that you want to discuss, then let us know. Chaps, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, lads.